Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Love About Town, a podcast where two brown nerds discuss sex, dating, and relationships in an attempt to be better. As always, it's me, your host, Kenise Mobley, and your boy, Rohan, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. This week, we have the wonderful Brian Yang, who we're talking to, and we talk about conspiracy theories, religion and dating, and first date etiquette. It was a really fun conversation. Take a listen and enjoy the pod with Brian Yang. Thanks, everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, we got married in 2016, so oh, it'll be five years this year. Yeah. Which Sweet. anniversary is that? Is that like paper? paper? <laughs> I want. I hope. Hopefully, it's paper because I mean, <laughs> we not doing good financially. They're <laughs> <laughs> all paper until you like until you get like a nice significant check then it's exactly like i mean being yeah. married to a comedian is very much like doing the stock market like hopefully <laughs> sure. this turns out to be tesla no but at least it's like there at least you know if you're married to a comedian because you're also a comedian it's like you guys understand each other whereas like i feel like if the income gap between like a couple is like significantly different and there's always a little bit of tension well, well there your is, wife my is not a, not a comedian no yeah she's a nurse so the oh. income gap is astronomical <laughs> goodbye <laughs> what is it like to have health care mm-hmm. it's i mean to be honest it's great because you know she's in healthcare, so the health insurance she gets is like really good like i just got my teeth cleaned for free <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know? yeah wait does she like no, di- it's diagnose so- you and stuff she can't i mean so i don't know if you guys know but i i, I got covid last year oh shit and uh you know because she's a nurse she was on top of everything and mm-hmm. knew the symptoms to check for she rushed me to the er in an uber so yeah she could definitely um, she hasn't like officially diagnosed me as a healthcare professional, but she knows what to look out for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, She's yeah. like, I'm like 99% sure you have COVID. Then you go to the doctor mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, yeah. right. Now, did lot- she give you, a, did she get you like, get, let you get the access to that, that sweet vaccine as well? Well, the cool thing, she's been um, volunteering to vaccinate people. So mm-hmm. she's been able to like, you know, she couldn't jump me in uh, the front of the line. Sure. But she knew like, hey, go to this website, sign up for this. So like as soon as I was eligible, she was like, okay, here's what you do. She, she was on top of everything, so. Oh, sick. That's yeah. so nice. Yo, 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 I'm half yo, Brian, vaccinated. Yo, Brian, yeah, send me that, send me that, send me yeah. those deets. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you guys want, I can, yeah. No, I, totally. I, I just got my first, I just got my first uh, dose the other day. Okay. Yeah, cool. so. I haven't. Can so. you, yeah. What? You've I, been on I, Fallon. That should get you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. They're like, yeah, okay. Ever heard of Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, healthcare workers, teachers, yeah. stand-up comedians. Tonight show. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if yeah. you got your break this year, if you got a big yeah. break in 2020 or 2021, feel free to go For ahead sure. and jump that back. Yeah, we need Kenise <laughs> out there touring, dude. <laughs> well, I, 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 
some of these places where people are indoors and very cavalier, no thank you. Whatever city it was where there were burning masks in front of their state capitol, I don't want to go there. Did you guys see this? Yeah. Idaho. I believe that that was. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to go to Idaho anyway, but now I'm definitely not mm-hmm. going to go. No, for sure. There are things that like aren't inherently racist that you can tell like that crowd would be racist. Oh, yeah. Right? Like yeah. burning a mask is like, they probably wouldn't like minority. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, have you ever? If that's I, how they feel about masks. I watched this. Uh, I watched this YouTube series called All Gas, No Breaks. And it's just this guy and he travels in an RV across the country and he just goes to these like crazy festivals. And one of them was like a flat earth convention. Oh, boy. And like, OK, so it's a flat earth convention. And you just think that it would be about they're just like the earth is flat, NASA's lying to us, whatever, right? But like they're all also like super anti-Semitic. And the flat <laughs> earth thing is just like, like you were saying, like, oh, it's the mask is indicative of some like other racial thing. This is just like you 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 give the guy a microphone and he just starts going off. Like uh-huh. every conspiracy theory is true. There are no Jews right. who died in 9-11. Did you know that the Rothschilds? And it's just like, oh, my I feel God. like you have to get to Jews control the weather before you get to flat earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I yeah. mean? You know how they always say marijuana is the gateway drug to like cocaine and then crap. Yeah. Like you have to believe that Jews are bad. Because then that's how you get to flat earth. Yeah, I don't think anyone like... starts at flat earth and he's like, well, I'm not racist. I just think the earth is flat. Yeah, no, 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 no. They were well, like, maybe B.O.B., do you remember the rapper? Oh, that's right. He was yeah. really, mm-hmm. and and that's right. There are a couple guys in the NBA, too. Yeah, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie was big on flat earth. Yeah, Has he changed right. his tune? Has he said something? Or is he still trouting <laughs> he flat earth? He gave a very half-hearted apology that was like, look, I said what I said. Um, Do your it, own it did research. feel like he denied that the earth is flat. It was more like, look, if you guys think it's weird, just leave me alone. Oh, yeah, whatever. exactly. That's exactly what it was. And he's also, he's one of those guys like, do your own research. Like a lot of flat <laughs> earth people are like that. They're like, hey, man, this is just the sources that I was given on from Instagram and like TikTok <laughs> and shit. Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. 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 You go and do it on your own, like research on it on. So it like gives them an out to be like, look, like you don't have to, but it's you know, all, like it's, it, it's also condescending because it's yeah. like, you know, my research is better than yours. So right. and all he did really was you. I know how this starts because these guys are on buses in a hotel room. They play, you know, a two hour game and they have the rest of the 22 hours that they're just not doing anything. And I know Kyrie was watching probably like Michael Jordan highlight videos. And then he mm-hmm. just went down the rabbit tube of letting the YouTube play by itself. Mm-hmm. You know, like watch this next. And he went from Michael Jordan to Flat Earth just in like the string of YouTube like play next videos. And yeah. now he's, uh, you know, yeah. he doesn't and, believe and it. And when you're like as big of a star, like at any NBA star, Kyrie Irving's level, no one is going to say no to you. No, no one's going to be like, well, you're wrong, actually. Like no <laughs> one's going to be like, hey, maybe like go down this route. It's like you're the best. So you're never going to not be validated. Yeah. So then of course you're gonna believe this shit. <laughs> I, I, so I, I this is this is one of the things that truly baffles me that people make their personality about flat Earth because it's like it mm-hmm. does like if it is flat or if it isn't flat, is this affecting you? Is someone keeping you from something? Are you like right? What is what is the effect? Also, the elaborate nature of the cover up for not yeah. for something that's not like making it's not like, making yes. someone money that the earth is what's the end game of flat earth yes. <laughs> no the the one guy so so he had a he had like a he had a picture of the earth like the one that you see from space and it's beautiful and 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 he has a shirt and the shirt says is this a picture or is this an image oh no what mm. 
Wow. What? Think about it. Yeah. And so like they like the guys like asked him, he's like, I think it's a picture. And he's like, I don't know. You tell me what it is. Like that kind of thing. Like right. it's just like if you do your own investigating, you're gonna come to the same conclusion that I'm coming to. But like I need you to do it on your own. Right. I'm because... just asking questions. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. I'm just asking questions. That's, that's kind of like Joe Joe Rogan's whole thing is like, I don't know. I'm just oh yeah, plausible deniability. But right. oh yeah, I'm just asking questions. I'm just getting yeah. people on here. They're the, they they got different ideas than me. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> open to all ideas. And then yeah. they basically hold like the CDC on the same level as yeah, yeah, them, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Which yeah, you right. can't do just because they both have ideas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's just like if someone. Yeah. It's right. Oh, both sides have. We got to hear their both sides. Like you don't have to hear both. No. Sides. You don't. Yeah. And that's that assumes that there are like two equal sides. <laughs> Instead of like eighty, like ninety nine percent of people on one side and one percent of like one person over here saying something, that isn't the two sides yeah. of an argument. It, thing. It's an unfair fight because if you have the QAnon guy on versus the CDC guy, who's going to be more interesting? The QAnon guy who thinks yeah. JFK Jr. is still alive, <laughs> other than the CDC guys who's just like, please wash your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. other guys like JFK Jr. has been hiding in Florida. He's mm. coming back from the dead, and he's going to save. <laughs> President Trump, like, oh, I kind of like that guy. He's way what, more interesting. This is the this is the crazy thing is that your wife must have more stories about this than 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 most people because like she's a nurse. So like there are people who will like tell medical professionals or like whatever, like any expert in their field that they are wrong because they read something on the internet. And I feel like that must happen in the medical profession Dude, so much more than it happens. Especially with vaccinations now. I oh, mean, yeah. My last day job, uh, this was way before, this was like 2017, so way before COVID, just we got this alert because we we worked with kids. It was an after school program that was like, hey, everyone make sure to get your flu shot, right? Because mm -hmm. the kids get everyone sick around fall. And uh, there was this whole thing in my office of all college educated people, professionals working in office setting. And many of them thought that the flu shot like gave you the flu. Oh, yeah. Or... Uh, they also believed in like, you know, some of the crazy anti-vax theories that the flu shot could give you Down syndrome or give your kids Down syndrome. And it's just like that shit drove my wife insane. Yeah. And I was too dumb to explain because she wasn't there at work with me. And I know <laughs> that the vaccine is good, but I was too dumb to like explain to them like, no, it's like a dead virus and it makes you, it could make you feel sick, but it's not giving you. It. So it was just like a lost cause. No, I feel you, dude. I'm, I feel so, I feel that way so often where I hear something wrong and I'm just like, that's wrong. And then they're like, okay, but why? And I'm like, I am struggling. Ah. I feel it here. I feel it here. It's here and it's coming up to my brain, but I yeah. can't explain right. it to you as articulately it sounds to right. me. <laughs> yeah, I just, okay. Also, I love the idea that it will give you a fully grown adult Down syndrome. <laughs> that it will change every bit of your DNA and it will reverse, like, how do you, how do, I'm genuinely It's crazy, how and they think it's like, work. because, American society holds celebrity in such high regard. Yeah. Like Robert De Niro's an anti-vaxxer. <gasps> no! Yeah, so J Justin Timberlake, Timberlake's wife, Jessica Biel, she's an anti-vaxxer. Like, very mm -hmm. like prominent people who are on our TVs and movies all the time are anti-vaxxed. And it's like, who are you? 
who do you see more often, Robert De Niro or Dr. Fauci? Like, you're going to kind of, I think <laughs> Americans will believe Robert De Niro, even though he's just a guy who was yeah, good he's just at some movies. Guy. Yeah. I, just, I liked yeah. him so much because he's like a symbol of American masculinity and he's had a black wife or a black girlfriend yeah. for a long time. And I'm always like, you go, De Robert De Niro. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. I had yeah. no, no, I have no idea about his love life at all. I just know, I just know him in the Scorsese movie. I literally know, and Heat, obviously, but like <laughs> nothing else about him. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, I, he's every black oh, woman <laughs> knows that he dates black women. Okay. Yeah. That's just a uh, fact that black women are told very early. We yeah. all know it. And we're all like, that guy's cool. But now I to find out that he's an anti vaxxer, yeah. it's changing my entire opinion. There are a lot of celebs it? that are anti vaxxer. Like, there is like a, I, I remember reading this like when coronavirus virus was like you know really big in in california i mean it still is obviously but like there is this like portion of la that is just a lot of like really affluent mostly white people uh who have bought into this like wellness craze and wellness is so obviously you know ill-defined or like nebulous what that means but part of that strain is like people who are like i'm against western medicine mm -hmm. i'm against uh i'm against vaccines i'm against like uh, you know, uh, processed food, like only raw food, like all of those people fall into like a significant category of people in LA at where like, that's why for so long, there was so much coronavirus there because there's just these people like, yeah. And these are well-educated and yeah. financially well-off people mm -hmm. that just have gone so far into the deep end of like wellness stuff, like you were saying. And yeah, yeah. They, now they wrapped all the way around to being stupid again. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's just, there is like an Instagram. I mean, I can only speak for, this is just like something I've noticed like in the last like three days. So I'm just going to talk about it, but there is like an Instagram culture of grifters who appeal specifically to like uh rich entrepreneurs. Like I'm just going to say fail kids, like rich people who, who pay, whose families are rich and then they've given their kids money to start their own business or whatever. But like the kids like just like in some like transition period type of shit. And like, there's a group of Instagram people being like, if you give me money, I'll show you how to meditate. And then if you can meditate, you can be more productive. And it's yeah. like, they all have really an app. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> there's this documentary on uh, Netflix called Pandemic. Mm -hmm. It came out like right before we had the shutdown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it basically, it followed like some researchers who were trying to um, find a cure for the flu. It, uh, it went over like what happened with SARS and like the documentary is all about how like, hey, like, it's not a matter of like if the pandemic's gonna happen, it's when. And then boom, like a month later, we were in lockdown. <laughs> yeah. But they also followed uh, this Orange County white woman, Rohan, exactly mm -hmm. like you said, yeah. who pulled her kids out of school because she was into like we only eat natural foods, we don't want vaccinations. Like they have made it like a civil rights issue, which is disgusting to me oh, because yes, it's like it their belief. Yeah, it's just like yeah. you can't infringe on my body. It's my body, right? And it's interesting because it's about how you would think the more information available to us, it would make us smarter. Yeah. And it has actually made us dumber because you can find anything to basically validate your stupid belief. Yeah. Oh, and, and you can find people who are like willing to give that information to you for free. You can pay for the information yeah. and then it like just validates the things in your head. And then, yeah, there's, it's, it's fucked up. We live in a weird information economy <laughs> and I don't, don't know any solutions. Like, don't it ask me for solutions. Very problematic. I'm doing a research thing on it right now, but exactly what Brian is saying, especially mm -hmm. people who are like not digital natives. So like Gen X, 
boomers, like greatest mm. generation. And like our, the average age of our senators is 68 years old, which is wild to me. So they can't regulate any of this shit because they don't understand any of this shit, but they do take everything with the oh. same weight in putting the same value on everything. I wish there was like a thing that ranked websites and was like, this <laughs> yes. website has an F. Do not believe what is here. Okay. Denise, I would put it on my mom's computer the, so um, fast. The congressional Facebook hearing where members of Congress, our elected officials were asking Mark Zuckerberg, like, how is Facebook free? And he had to be like, um, ads. <laughs> like, dude, these, like, they're so old. They don't understand. They don't even understand the basic concept of like websites. Yeah. Like, these are the people, like, we're expecting them to regulate these things to keep disinformation away from like the most vulnerable people. And they're just still like, so it's, is it free? Like, how does it work? Like, yeah. it's so scary and sad because these are the people in charge and it's very, yeah. and they're dumber than us. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. And also like, <laughs> this is something I'm going to just bring this back very quickly to dating for a half a second. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I guess I wasn't like explicitly bringing all of these things up on a first date, but I love talking about this shit. <laughs> so like you go on like first dates <laughs> And then like women think, I like love talking about politics. I'll, like, I'll, any excuse to get, I'll do it. And then women just think you're crazy. <laughs> and they're, they're not wrong. I'm like, not going to lie. They're not wrong. Like maybe it's, this is the type of stuff you don't bring up like on a first date or like on a second date, or maybe you look wait a while, but I'm just like, let's talk about this I love, shit. Dude, I love you setting the tone early though. Yeah. Yeah. You I, made my, tone I made my wife cry on our first date. So it was like, here we go walk, walk us through that Please yeah walk, walk us, us through that, that right so so we had been friends for a very long time we've, we've mm. actually known each other since the eighth grade mm. so we were friends all throughout oh, wow. middle school high school and then we started dating um i had flunked out of college and i was already doing stand-up and then she moved back home because she lost her apartment mm -hmm. so she was commuting to uh her college so we started hanging out again and then you know we started dating and so we like knew each other well, but like once you start dating, you start like getting more into like the nitty gritty. And then we got into religion. And at the time she was very religious. We've moved to New York and that's all dead. <laughs> it's funny how quickly that happens for people. Yeah. I, I, I love to you see can't it. live here and believe in God. Yeah. <laughs> this is a godless land, New York yeah. City. Um, but back then this was like eight, nine, 10 years ago now. And uh, our first date, we started talking about religion and Rohan, like you setting the tone, you know, you probably wouldn't do this on the first date because you kind of want the person to like you. And she's like, oh, yeah, my family, we, we grew up going to church. I believe in God. You know, Jesus is important. And I was like, I think that's like all bullshit and fake. And like, <laughs> there can't be, I was like, they can't be a hell and they there can't be a heaven either. Like, that sounds so like impossible to me and like that's what kind of made her very upset because yeah. like heaven is like the thing that you want to get to yeah 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 and she was just i think years later she explained to me that she was just very sad for like my soul because obviously mm -hmm. the person you are dating and then eventually fall in love with you don't want them to go to hell yeah but. sure that's a that's a very reasonable assumption <laughs> yeah. yeah so that upset her a lot that i was like nah i just don't i can't where did you guys that. grow up we grew up in uh, the suburbs of Sacramento, oh, okay. which are pretty white and conservative. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Like it's California, but mm -hmm. for some reason, 
there are people who have southern accents that we talk about <laughs> yeah the there's parts in california that are the same yeah, it's like yeah. how did you get this <laughs> yeah right for they real. think it's charming and it's kind yeah. of an affectation that's become generational at this right point. right yeah because mm-hmm. there is like farm country in central california but northern california is just like you have the bay area you have sacramento it's like very just it's california and it's yeah. just weird that there gets this little influx of like the south in there guys with lifted trucks everyone loves mma and djing and oh that's yeah like new jersey's the same way i grew up in new jersey and there's like there's there are you know the urban areas that and then there are like you can see you can see confederate flies on people's yeah, cars yeah, in like yeah. south jersey and, it's and like, north dude, jersey you, mostly you, south jersey yeah, like, yeah you're in the wrong place dude right yeah, right. Because <laughs> oh, I just people from the South can say, this is my heritage. Like, this yeah. is not your heritage <laughs> at, all. at all. I mean, like, that just is, like, doubly proves why it's actually just a sign of racism. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, like people are using it as, like, oh, this is our heritage. Like, oh, you're white heritage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you're above everybody else? That's weird. So um, I just uh, wanted to quickly say that there are, like, you talked about how your wife was sad. Like, she doesn't want you to go to hell. That's, like, a thing that you should want. There's a like a group of people online who are fuckboys, but like Christian fuckboys. And it's like, they don't care about your soul at all. They just want to fuck? <laughs> they just want to fuck? Yeah. Okay. It's a very strange thing. But they believe like, in God? Like They, they believe that's in like God, like capital oh, G God. Right, right, right. And I they're kinda, like, I am yeah. a follower of Christ, but so I would it's like, like to have sex with you. And it's a lot of like the, the Bachelor. Do you guys watch The Bachelor? I don't. I don't well, watch The Bachelor, but I'm watching so, Burning Love right now. Oh, okay. So The yeah. Bachelor has this very weird like religious um religiousness to it i would say oh really but what they're doing is actually it's polyamory which is against the bible <laughs> but everyone <laughs> right. on the show because it's like one of the biggest shows in america and we're like a very christian society like the bachelor himself always talks about how he's like i grew up religious i love god god oh, is really like, important to me and then all the contestants on the bachelorettes are also like very religious but then they like all fuck yeah and they all call him their boyfriend and it's yeah. like such a huge disconnect from like what's actually in the bible to like how they want to appear and then societally we all accept the bachelor as normal but if there was like a guy running for president and he said oh i have 14 girlfriends we would be like oh that's fucking no. gross. yeah 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 Fourteen's too many. Right. But like they're all I think that they all like I think it's it is part of that thing where it's like if I call him my boyfriend, I'll manifest it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like if I if I act like, you know, walk it, you know, what is it like uh act as if act as if that's like what the batch so much of the bachelor mm-hmm. is. It's just like, well, they're with me actually. They're with me actually, they're with me. And so yeah. like, yeah, of course. But of course they're not. Like everyone knows what's going on there. No, yeah. <laughs> this weird American version of Christianity bothers me so deeply. It's so where it is completely unrelated to the Bible, yeah. <laughs> religious teachings, improving humanity. It's completely detached from that. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean it's like it's very like fuck boy. It's like a brand almost. Yes. I just think it's so funny that like there are like Christian fuckboys who are just like, yeah, I believe in God and like you know, it's important to create a beautiful union between two people. It's like the it's like the religious equivalent of like the fake feminist guy who, yeah. who like fucks you or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's just the other side of that. The side that we don't 100%. see because we live in New York and nobody. And if if someone was like believe in God, they'd be like laughed out of a date. Ninety. <laughs> but if you're like time. in the Midwest, I feel like this is like a very strong archetype that you would date 
you would yeah. find in the dating scene. Alone. Oh, yeah. well, I'm, I'm, in, I'm just imagining all the people who were in. Um, so I went to a historically black church growing up, but every once in a while I would go with my friend Paula to her very white Presbyterian church. And they had a youth group where like the guy literally turned the chair around and sat there and talked <laughs> no. to you about God, like yeah. that. Yes. I'm imagining all of the people in that grew up and are now just being <laughs> fuck people, well, women and men. But like, no, no, um, Christ, Christ, though, Christ. Justin Bieber's pastor, who was the who was the pastor of the Hillsong Church in New York City, it was like this huge church. He was, oh, the, yeah, he was the pastor for Justin Bieber, um, like Kevin Durant. Like he he became like a celebrity himself, right? Mm -hmm. Then it came out that he was fucking uh this Brooklyn jewelry maker who was not his wife. So like he is like I think there dude because yeah. he dresses really cool he dresses in like rick owens like ripped shirts and he's really oh jacked God. And, yeah, like, yeah, big yeah. gold sunglasses he's exactly and, what you think he looks yeah, like yeah he has tattoos <laughs> but he's also like guys god's cool man like that oh dude. and he was just like using the church hillsong church fund to like uh pay for like bottle service and like yes, hotel yes. rooms and like and to hang out with bieber yeah and hang out exactly yeah. yeah and so he got fired recently because it came out that he was fuck he's a fuck boy yeah, yeah he's a fuck boy <laughs> Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Jerry Falwell had the same thing where mm -hmm. he, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr., I used to say, where he like got kicked out of his Liberty University because he, he was a cuck. He was, yeah, he got because he likes getting cucked. <laughs> and it's funny because that's the conservatives, like, like that's their go to put down to liberals and uh, leftists, right? Yeah. And it comes from like, because that's kind of, I think, what they're into. And so yeah. they they like push that out onto people, but it's like, come on, like if you were on our side, we wouldn't judge you. If you want to yeah. be a cuck, yeah. be a cuck. Yeah. cuck. No kink shaming, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they would have been more cool with it. It was like, no, I fuck other dudes. Why? <laughs> like, have you heard was... of this? There's a thing that Mormons do. It's called soaking. Have y'all heard of this? Yes, and I hate it. But it's, it's so disgusting. I don't like, know. Not soaking. disgusting. It's just it's just weird. So like. You, you know, your virginity is sacred, obviously, right? And so what you do <laughs> is if you are with someone you're committed with, you put your penis in their vagina and you just let it sit there Marinate. and let it soak. <laughs> soak. That's the, and, that is clear. I think a, a 15 year old made that up to tell to a 14 year old. Absolutely. To be like, no, 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 it's different. It's not sex. No, yeah. well, we, no, we won't move though. Oh, oh no, I, I, I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to sit down. I'm trying, oh no, I guess, oh, oopsie, um, sex is happening. Like, it's, it's, yeah. See, I told you if I just sit here and we move around trying to get comfortable, I both of us will come <laughs> you know, or one of us will come. Yeah. I was like, one, just one. Yeah, person. one. We'll come <laughs> that's so that's like their workaround of like, penetrative sex i guess oh yeah okay. it's like catholic girls who are like do me in the ass right, because, right 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 yeah, it doesn't count. have you met yeah. any yeah. people who actually said that i have i have met i have met somebody who 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 i mean i met not just somebody multiple people who have been like yep my boyfriend fuck me in the ass on slow version i'm like no <laughs> no <laughs> you're just to me dissatisfied you just went all. to like yeah you just you you skipped like seven levels right <laughs> to me like anal sex and oral sex are more intimate than vaginal sex mm -hmm. and it's funny like those are always the loopholes of saying like i'm still a virgin it's like dude like getting your dick sucked or fucking someone in the butt is like you have to really like talk about that. <laughs> like, vaginal sex is the default. Like that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. everyone expects to have once you get to that point yeah. in the relationship. Anal and oral is like 
that's kind of how you really have to have consent for that yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, Kenise, you've never done anal, right? Ooh, we Kenise. don't even talk about that. Kenise, <laughs> we, go we this can talk about it. Pod. It's the what? podcast, baby. It's um, the podcast. Well, I don't. Next question. Okay. Next. <laughs> I was gonna ask. My follow-up question was gonna be like, "Is I could I've never done it? Is it like? Is there pleasure out of it? Do you get pleasure from it?" Uh, no, right? It, yeah, exactly. Eh. To do. To do. It's some people really, really like it, and so you get you know, to, to those people who really like it. I, I mean, I, I've. Only I've seen it. Women on porn say that they like it, but I'm like, I'm like now searching the Rolodex of my friends who have done it, um, and I'm, yeah. I don't think anyone's like, oh my god, this is my favorite thing to do. But yeah, uh, some yeah. people really get something out of it. You know, if you want to do a, a favor for a man, I guess you can do that. That's, yeah, that's that's what it seems like to me. Because like, if you're like, this is if you're doing it, and that's like your version of sex that like good sex, then. I don't know. Oh, actually, well, maybe that makes vaginal sex better then because you're like, ah, when you eventually do, you're like, aha, I was right the whole time because it's going to be better. <laughs> I, but like, okay, how do I put this? Um, there's more prep work involved. When right. it's just peeing and vag, it's like, oh, you mean like a thing that's self-cleaning in a certain way and you just boop it a boop and then you're there, ta-da, versus like, oh, wait, what did I eat yesterday? Right. Um, okay, got to do a lot of work, work, work <laughs> to make this Yeah. Uh, good situation it's like not a place I go all the time like I mean I, I wash I'm like a like sure. a person but like I gotta do a whole lot of stuff if I like that's no I can we just be regular can we just it's like a joke with a long setup and not that great of a punch yes line. it's like exactly. just cut cut it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do the thing with a really great punch line right and, and not, not too much of yeah, exactly. yeah right <laughs> sex should never never be longer than like 30 minutes yeah, I, agree with that. I was never into like yeah. a long, yeah. Some people, yeah, they're just out here trying to do stuff for like an hour and you're like, we are both adults who have yeah. jobs. Like yeah. if we were just sitting around like teenagers, nothing to do during the summer, maybe. But like, we're all busy and I need sleep. So like- Right, if it's up. like um, you're both home and it's a va- like vacation sex. I think that's totally different, right? Yeah. Like you said, Kenneth, you're, it's like you're a teenager. You have no, you know, no responsibilities. You're just hanging out in the hotel. Then yeah. like, I understand like the multiple, like, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, when you're just at home, come on. Why, <laughs> why does it need to be an hour? That's great. Yeah. yeah. Also like no, you I have, like theoretically, if you're like in your situation where you're married to someone, like, it's not like you have to give it all out in one go. <laughs> like no, we're together. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be time. I think yeah. there's gonna be time. Yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah. there's like a feeling that like this relationship is about to end. <laughs> we gotta get it. In. Yeah, yeah we, you, you can just have sex again later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Are yeah. you guys dating during pandemic? How's that? Been? That's what my wife and I are very interested in because we're very lucky to have like someone to be with during this yeah. time and we have some single friends and we're like what the that must be so lonely and weird not to like judge just like we think about <laughs> as it as a we're, single and, person yeah it makes <laughs> us sad like so i want to know about you guys like how's it been going i've heard about people doing zoom dates and stuff or social distance dates at a park i want to know about all that stuff i i started a relationship in the pandemic so, really yeah 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 so Whoa. i'm at my girlfriend's place right now yeah so okay so like yeah we 
Uh, knew we knew each other before, but like, yeah. Okay. So she, we're she, we're doing a long distance thing. She lives in Boston, and I live here, uh, or I live in New York. So, uh, uh, yeah. So we started that, but, uh, but it, it was it, honestly, I I've, I've done long distance relationships, so it it it's uh, I figured it out. But like, mm-hmm. uh, but I I'm kind of lucky. <laughs> I yeah. Don't, I don't want to go. I didn't want to go through a walk. A walk just sounds you the, actually like. Sorry, this is just my opinion. A walk is the worst type of first date. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I so disagree. Sorry. Um, okay. I have gone on a few walk dates, but it's only, I, I like, when, since it's been like colder, I haven't. I'm like, I'm not doing yeah. that. Um, walk dates are fine. Honestly, at this point, like, I ask people, like, have you been tested? Like, is there a reason why you think that we shouldn't go to like a bar and sit mm-hmm. across a table from we, one another? Um, because if like, if you're coughing, if you have symptoms, if you've been like out and about, then no, we shouldn't do that. But otherwise it's like, I get like, I don't want to, I want to be able to like face you yeah. <laughs> and you can't do that if you're both walking down a street. And I also want to get food. <laughs> like I right. like eating. I, I always felt like first dates before pandemic were the best when you could have some event where you didn't have to be talking the whole time. Like mm. my big go-to was like bowling. Cause like, it's fun. You don't have to talk the whole time. It's kind of loud. So like there's music and then you can talk like in between your sets. Well, walking day is a nightmare because you have to be talking the whole time. <laughs> and if you're not vibing, it's just, it feels like it could get awkward. But yeah. you can leave a walking date at any time. <laughs> you don't like, have to finish a walk game. Into of the woods. Yeah, you can be like, oh, I've got a, there's a, my well, that's why drinks are a good life. date. Yes. Drinks combine the best things. You're sitting yeah. down. You're not walking. Yeah. You are. There's alcohol present, which like makes things a little bit easier to communicate, and you still have that out where you can be like, check your phone, being like, yeah. I got work. <laughs> I've got a friend who's in trouble. Yeah. I hate you. You know, like that kind of thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you can get out of it. Yeah. That's I why like, I, that's, I know that you're against dinner, but I don't like drinking without some sort of food to like soak up. Wait, the alcohol. Not, you're against dinner on the dinner first for date. a first date. No, it's Thank weird you. to watch someone eat. Huh. I think it's like intimate. <laughs> yeah, he thinks that like okay. he thinks holding hands and watching someone eat are more intimate than like full on penetrative. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> holding hands, especially oh, holding like, hands, is wow. like the most intimate. Like one of the most intimate things you can do with somebody that you're getting to know really that's interesting i I like to know about like people's different boundaries and stuff because like for me that's something you start pretty early on handholding just because it's like oh we're like together oh yeah (laughs) that's so funny right you're like raw dog and it's like well Oh, yeah. don't touch no, me. Don't, don't hold no. <laughs> no, what are you doing, you sicko? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, to me, I just always assume holding hands with like a really significant, earnest. I yeah, you place it yeah. on like a different level. I guess. Yeah, that is yeah. a good first date move to say we're moving to sex. Okay, <laughs> that's a great first date move. I truly, uh, I went on a date with a guy in Barcelona, and like we Ooh. went to a couple of bars, and then we're walking like towards my airbnb but past his street how convenient and he like kind of takes my hand and he's like what if we went this way <laughs> and it's like okay yeah 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 or just like a like a look in the eye a taking of the hand it's like i guess i'm going with this guy <laughs> like, oh okay maybe it's because like i'm a child i don't know but it is like yeah, a, he took charge yeah going, yeah yeah we're something's about to happen so that what? is a move if they reach their hand away then don't do that but right, it's right, a right. move 
No, for sure. See, yeah, that seems kind of romantic to me too, in a way, right? Like it's very like, I think the spontaneity of being whisked away is kind of cool. It's like for a yes. guy or a girl, like if, if a woman was like, no, come with me over here, I'd be like, oh, okay, what are we doing? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel. I, here's the thing. <laughs> you think you're going to get murdered? <laughs> I am like, ah! <laughs> this is my, I think this is what it is. I am inherent, like confidence is good, but I am inherently suspicious of confident people. Like, <laughs> immediately suspicious like and so like if you are too confident too early i automatically see like that's i'm like there's something about you. you yeah we hate confident new comics dude i know it's like why are you confident that, right exactly that is exactly it you, like, you, know, no you talk to somebody you hear them talking about comedy yeah. and you automatically know how you're going to feel about them mm -hmm. on stage. You're going to mm -hmm. be like, this guy sucks. And then right. they automatically do suck. They yeah. like do, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this so you've, sucks. you've transplanted that into dating. You're like, yes. you have no reason to be confident right now. You're not past it, Rohan. Yeah, no. <laughs> you need to do <laughs> guest spots first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I need to see you do a check spot. <laughs> Earn my fucking confidence. Earn your confidence with me. That's how I feel. Wow. Holding hands, taking that kind of initiative, which... You know, you I'm, I've been told my whole life is good or like, you know, women like that. I'm like, but guess what, baby? I don't like it. Kenise, <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your like ideal first date before pandemic then? Uh, first question. date before pandemic. It usually involved like it was drinks, but it would be drinks in like mm -hmm. a couple of locations. So it'd be like, oh, like a, a bar here. hopping. Yeah, but like not an intentional bar hopping thing, but sure. like, a, oh, well, we got our drinks here. Do you want to get another drink? Do you want to drink here or somewhere else? Let's try somewhere else. I know this great place around the corner or da 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 da, da. Um, Yeah, I really like, like walking can be a, a small part of it, but I like mm -hmm. eating and going from place to place. And at each place, two drinks are ordered and an appetizer because yeah, I need food to soak up the alcohol or else I'll get a hangover. So appetizer is acceptable. Thank you. <laughs> Appetizer acceptable. The specificity of what you You can watch like them eat America. an appetizer, yeah. but so you can't watch them eat a meal. Yeah. Okay. No hand holding. If no you order holding. an entree, I'm out. If you touch yes. my hand, I'm out. <laughs> Appetizer. Also, I want to say dessert is also acceptable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just not a meal. Wild. Well, how do you feel about sliders though? Because it's yeah. almost an entree. Sometimes it's an entree, sometimes it's an appetizer. No, when I'm saying like appetizer, I'm saying like Brussels sprouts. I'm saying like <laughs> Are you dip. fucking serious? Like Brussels dip, sprouts like is the appetizer you want? Not like fries, like, chips, nothing. Yeah, salsa chips, salsa chips. <laughs> great, okay. great. But I'm just thinking because my first day. You need a fork, okay? Yes. You, unless they're just like handing. If someone so I, I said Brussels sprouts with their hands, don't <laughs> date them. <laughs> I say Brussels sprouts because my my go to first or second date place, like that the main the best appetizer there is the Brussels sprouts. Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, that's that's, that's okay. acceptable. I've what if they before. order off the sides? Sometimes there's appetizer yes. and sides, and then entrees. What if they order off like a that truffle mac fine. and cheese? Okay. <laughs> side is okay, especially if it's like something like French fries or something. Okay. Like okay, like uh -huh. yeah. But if the side is like, uh, what if it's like a bacon mac? I don't, I don't like it. Something's but... like dipping into entree territory. Yes. Now. Yeah. No, that's also very heavy food. Bacon mac <laughs> cheese. I have eaten right? bacon mac and cheese on a date. I did not see that man again, but for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs>
Don't yeah, blame no, the bacon no, no. man. Yeah, I'm not going to blame no. that. It's because he was a Well, weirdo. that's the thing, too, is that, like, I love, I'm Indian. I love Indian food. Never taking a woman out. No, that's, a, yeah. Food, right? It's just that's too how heavy. I feel about, um, pho is a very rough first date. Yeah. Because you're just like. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I can't. Your nose is running. Ramen like, or pho. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. soupy based stuff is like. That's, gets, you have to be married for like seven years. Yeah, yeah. Get right. on your shirt somehow, yeah. like the slurping. I don't know. This is what I'm talking me, about. But it gets yeah. like on things. But that's like specifically a soup problem. Like yeah. it's it, a soup with problem. chicken tenders, you're not getting the same issue. You know what no. I'm saying? No. The thing yeah. is, is that it's soup is like that pho can be very heavy at times too. Mm-hmm. Even though yeah. it's like refreshing, it's also very heavy. Right. So I can get, I can and see it's why. it's very aromatic. It gets into the sinuses yeah. and you start just, yeah. Yeah. Crying. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> now you're talking. Good breakup right? food though. It's yeah. a great, yeah. Cause you can cry <laughs> yeah. and it's salty. So the tears don't really mess yeah. anything yeah, up. Yeah. You can, you can fake wise. emotion. You can fake emotion real well <laughs> on uh, eating pho. <laughs> like, like oh. Top yeah. breakup foods. That's really good. Fun <laughs> is way up there on the breakup. Oh my Soup God. is very sad. It's just like, it's, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just also like, like you're seeing them and they're seeing you at their worst. So like if you're doing the breaking up, you're like, at least I'm giving them like a negative image of me to leave with. So they're not like, oh, I'm so sad. They're like, she does eat soup weird. This is <laughs> Soup has a strange like finality to it. Because when you finish soup, it's very just like done. Yeah, it's just like okay, well, that's like yeah, it's not like anything you can like nibble at or pick no, out. It's it's like, it's just fucking... Liquid's gone. It's just yep. done. Yeah, oh, our relationship yeah. is like this. Fuck. There's nothing left. It's over. I now as an activity, like I think activity dates are good too. Like going bowling on a first day, I think that that's fun, a good choice because yeah. you do get it's the perfect balance of getting the opportunity to talk and then actually doing something and like having fun and like being able to like poke fun at each other and like museums you know, were fun too when my wife and I. Oh, I fucking love yep, museums. museums. Museum are great dating, I think it just makes you like you kind of seem a little smart, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's and it's very like we were very young, so we had like student discounts. So sometimes it was free. I I know in New York, if you're a resident it's pay what you want. So it's yeah. like a very classy thing and it's free basically. Too. You can also I, get to show your, you also like, let's say that you choose a museum and then you realize that you both don't like it and you can make fun of the museum together. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like early on too, we would go, when we first moved to New York, we would go to like, to see an opera at Carnegie Hall and we'd be mm-hmm. bored and then we'd leave. And like, that's like a fun thing too. It's like, yeah. that sucked, right? Like, yeah, let's go get a burger or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Let's go listen to real music. <laughs> Truly, I do, like, I know this, Rohan, you would hate it because it seems like akin to going to see a movie, but mm-hmm. the best first date I ever had, a guy took me to the ballet and I was like, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. We went to a ballet, then we went to this, bookstore slash cafe then we went like we got a taxi then we went to a dive bar and then was this in boston or new york this is in boston that sounds like a dream right i would yeah that's a great date yeah yeah that's like a first that's like a like a a movie that's like a a drama Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna say is it's like it's like a woody allen movie first date rude fuck you sorry (laughs) i know that i could i couldn't think of an equivalent director because it's not you know it's like a no how about this it's like a noah bombback there we go there okay i'll take that although i feel like he's kind of like he sucks, but he sucks in a different way. <laughs> right. Like, At least there's no, like, he, he didn't, like, touch his daughter. Gretchen, yeah, right. But, right, like, right. I don't know. I feel like that relationship was kind of weird. Whatever. I've, I've also heard that he's an asshole, just not in that, like, like Brian said, he didn't touch his daughter right. or, like, yeah. do anything uh, pedophilic. He's just right. an asshole, like a typical Hollywood Like a regular asshole. director. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like one of those type of things where it's like very, very, very romantic, but also like in a way that is um, not overwhelming or yeah, cliche. Yeah, you can still be a little guarded too. Yeah. I think that's important on a first yeah. date because you don't want to be so, you know, vulnerable yet. Yeah. So no. I always like like going to something like uh, like a show because that's a break in the conversation. I think it's really hard to keep a conversation going for like three hours. Yeah, sure just is. like hanging out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you just like uh, I don't know. Even though the well, beginning of a relationship is the most exciting time, you can also just be like, "Fuck, what do we do?" Like, if you're at something or like the bookstore, like you can be like, "Oh, check this thing out. I saw." Like. There's things this is, to it's so hard. Yeah, there has to be stimulus around. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I think museums, ballet, those are great first dates because you can kind of bounce things off of stuff you see. Now I'm thinking about I my say second. Just, oh, sorry. Now I was going to say, it's so hard to end a date. Like, I think yes. that's what you're talking about, like the length of time for a date. And I think one of the things is that, and I never, it's just both people are feel like, oh, it feels uh, impolite to end a date. When in actuality, like you said, it's like if a date is like an hour and a half, you give you're like, oh, you leave wanting more. So it's like, oh, I'm yeah. excited for the second date. But no one thinks that way because they're like, I got to make a good first impression. Right, right. Yeah, I, I do like I think comedy really worked well for that uh, to be like, mm -hmm. oh, I've got a thing at this time specifically so I can meet you. But then I have to go at a particular time. And if we like each other, you could even come with me to the thing. Right. Although that's kind of like you meeting all my coworkers. But like you can hang out in the back and not talk to anyone. Yeah. Then, mm -hmm. like, we'll talk later. Yeah. Unless you are talked to, do not talk. <laughs> <laughs> like if someone talks to you, don't be weird. Don't yeah, just stand yeah, yeah. there silently because you were told not to. Rohan, yeah. does your uh, significant other do comedy or? No, she doesn't. She doesn't. How how have your um, people you've dated felt about other comedians? At first, we've been together for so long now, mm -hmm. so that a lot of my wife's friends are comedians now oh, but nice. at the beginning she fucking hated comedy yeah because she's like you guys are mean and i don't get like <laughs> why you say that like she's normal she's just a normal person right and the first thing our instinct is to be like oh your shoes are ugly as fuck you're stupid you <laughs> yeah, bomb, yeah, right? yeah but for us it's camaraderie but to a normal person she was like mortified she's like dude i don't like any of your friends they're all me and because she was dating me they thought that all bets were off with her too. So she would get a lot of the roasting. Now yeah. she gets it. But at the beginning, dude, if I'm like, hey, we're going to hang out with some comics at the bar. She's like, dude, fuck that. I don't want to see any of it. <laughs> she, I think that, so I, in my previous relationship, it like was, I try, I, I'm of the opinion that I try to separate them as much as possible. Like my relationship from comedy, because it's like comedy is for me and mm. like, I'm, I want you to come and see a show every once in a while, but I don't want you to be like part of the comedy life like every day. Right. Like I want you to meet my friends. Like if we're hanging at the bar after the show, come hang out with us. Right. But like don't come to the show, that kind of thing. And I always found that balance difficult with my ex-girlfriend. But like with uh, my current girlfriend, that hasn't happened yet because the pandemic is still going <laughs> on, right? So there's like no <laughs> way she can meet anyone. Yeah. It's not <laughs> so, possible. Yeah. So I, like, I met her and I know a few other people have met her, but yeah. Yeah, right. But like, that's because she came to New York and I was like, we got to do an outdoor hang mm -hmm. at a bar or at the park or something, right? Like, like I think that uh, I'm going to be a little bit different about it this time where I'll yeah. be like, yeah, come hang out. I like, think that's perfect because um, my wife, if she wasn't with me, wouldn't even watch comedy. She kind of hates it. Yeah. And I love that because she likes me for me. And mm. I went to a comedian's wedding where the wife 
and the family made everything about them being a comedian. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, <that's- laughs> like yeah. I get it. You're a comedian, but like, don't make the whole thing about like, I'm going to go to all your, sh- the vows were like, I'm going to go to all your shows. And that's a bad I'll be vow. Fan. I'm like, oh, that's so cringy. Like, dude. So w- when my wife and I got married, like, dude, we're not talking about any comedy stuff. We're just like in love and like, fuck yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the separation is healthy. Yeah. Like, like I, I like my, I, I, I want like my girlfriend to think I'm funny because not because of my act, like right. she just like likes me. Like, like, you exactly, know, like, right. Right. Like our relationship bits are funny, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I don't need her to think that I'm funny on stage. That's no. Funny. Yeah. And I like that my wife is like, I don't want to go to a show because it's like, yeah, that's yes. like bringing your spouse to work. Right. It's like, I know. you're it's, you know, no, I, I, I 100% agree. It's going to be interesting because I mean, she she really wants to come see a show because she's like wants to know what it's like, and so I'm like, okay, yeah, you go ahead. Like that's that's totally fine. When it when it comes back, you can come to shows, but like, not all of them. <laughs> right. Just like once every like two weeks, <laughs> if that. But come hang out with us afterwards. <laughs> that kind of shit. Like I want her to meet my friends and stuff for sure. But and 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 like I think that she is like really good in social situations. And so she'll be able to handle it. I think sometimes it like overwhelms people how yeah, if a person is like shot, like dude, comic even like the most reserved comic is like you know on a certain amount, and like yeah. that can be very overwhelming for yeah. Or like they're who... really awkward and they're like quiet, and so like they'll try to talk to them and like they just won't respond. And it's like, <laughs> like does that guy hate me? He's like, no, dude, he's just like out of his mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think comedy has like warped my sense of like how conversations work and like because like I do go on dates with guys they're not comedians and I'm like why is this going so slow Uh, (laughs) why are they not being as silly comedy ruins your brain dude yeah we went to see such um, different expectations you know that movie 50 50 with Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt there's a scene in the movie where Seth Rogen calls Joseph Gordon-Levitt's girlfriend a cunt and the whole theater gasped yeah. And my wife, whose brain has been now been ruined by comedy, she's like, why is everyone freaking out? And I, was like, I think it's because like he called her a cunt. And she goes, oh, that's bad? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you fucking ruined my brain. Because I don't even know that cunt's bad anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's bad. It's just like bad, but you're like used to it. So you're just yeah, like, okay. Yeah, you hear it a lot. And she's like, oh my God, it's, this is sickening. She's I would like, just assume so- the person's like British. I just, I get to, that isn't a thing that like really right affects me yeah yeah it doesn't hasmin have a bit about that about like the worst thing you can call a woman and like, that was a fight that happened on twitter oh that <laughs> was a fight that happened on twitter <laughs> <laughs> where you think oh, that's a part a of her no, it's a fight. <laughs> that is a fight that happened on twitter Ooh, four years ago <laughs> oh, okay was that what i thought she turned it into a bit maybe she did turn it into a bit but i know what you're referencing and yeah it's like no there's worse words you could call a woman. oh yeah absolutely there totally <laughs> <Yeah>. are <laughs> <laughs> and so like yeah that's like how comedy's like wait <laughs> it, yeah yeah Denise, uh, what do you think is worse though that boring guy date or one where the guy finds out you're a comic and then is like oh i also want to do comedy that okay I really, where he has like never done stand-up before but he's like a new york guy where everyone's like kind of into comedy you know i way? will i will i'm sorry i can't truly at this point i can't deal with that anymore yeah, as that a romantic sounds, thing i like, hear I, so many women comics talk about that and i feel like that would be like such a bad it's way to such a turn off because yeah. okay like 
on a primal level, and I'm not saying that this is the way I should feel about things, but it is kind of the way I do feel about things. The thing that attracts me most in a person is competence and mm. interest. So like I need them to have interests and passions, great, but I also need them to be competent at things that they are saying that they're dedicated to. So those mm. are two things. The best foot forward for me is not talking about something that you only have a passing interest in, but not mm. a lot of knowledge when I know that this knowledge is ex exists and is rather easily accessible and something that you're not good at. So it's like, you're kind of failing on Dude both terms strikes to me. Right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, I mean, there's like the feminist thing of like, oh, because a woman is doing it, you're like, oh, I could do that. But I'm yep. not like, I could, be an advertising manager you right. you're an advertising totally, like, i always thought about doing yeah. like it's just it's yeah it's you know and i dynamic. feel like we've all been doing santa for a considerable amount of time and when you do it look it looks easy it looks like yeah you're just talking right like kenny's your set on fallon just looks so light and flowing and conversational and a dumbass dude who sees that is always going to be like, I could do that. Yeah. Because that's how I am at work. It's also like the biggest, it's it's sort of like, I don't know if it is, I, I used to think it was an insult, also, but now I, I think it's a big, I think it's actually quite a compliment. If like someone comes up to you and is like, hey, I've been thinking about doing, I saw you, I've been yeah. thinking about doing stand up. And at first I thought it was an insult because like, oh, they think I can do, they're doing what I'm doing. But actually the best stand up is like, it, you make it look so easy. Right. It, they think and they, they don't even do understand it. how many Kinesi, years you're totally it takes right. to get it, to it's that. It's coming point. from a place of sexism like, on dates, but like it also is that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just like, but I don't think that you do that with other art forms. Like I, no. I, like this is, and maybe it's like, I'm not trying to pour me or just look at it from my situation. And maybe I should talk to more actors about this. But if you see someone who's just like Academy Award winning mm -hmm. person, like, I don't think my first reaction would be to go up to them and be like, that was so naturalistic. I think I could do what you did. Yeah, like, especially just, knowing from the other side of like how hard it is to get a set on late night, like how many edits go through that, how many barriers there are. And and then to have someone just completely be like, oh, that I can probably do. Because I've had, I've had um, and it's always men, it's never women, come up to me and be like, you know, and this is, just you bar shows and stuff and like oh i could totally do that and make money and it's like could you, you understand like to <laughs> go, get go booked on this show where i'm getting drink tickets was so hard yeah <laughs> to get to the point to make no money in stand-up is like really fucking hard yeah truly that's a great yeah, way and to, to get it. to the point like i know people who have been on late night who are still not making money in stand-up yeah. right like yeah. to get to the point where you're financially like secure in this like when someone just throws it like it's nothing you know, it, that's know. what's kind of, it is a high compliment because they are saying like, man, you make it look so good, but it's also like, dude, please try because it's yes. really fucking hard. <laughs> I love, I love seeing those people try and fail. Like, yes, you're funny to your friends who've known you for 10 years, mm -hmm. but you have like an endless, like deep bench of like group friend bits, but like yeah. to a room full of strangers, it's a completely different situation. But also like the people who are saying that to me, aren't people who I'm like, you should do stand right, <laughs> Do you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, the jokes that I've heard them tell, I'm like, no, you have a fundamental <laughs> misunderstanding of what a setup and a punchline right, is. There's no right. surprise. There's not a buildup. You've included um, five minutes of extraneous information. <laughs> that's that's but, like the classic 
green comic is just like dude so much information that we didn't need yeah that's I know. not adding to it that's not it's not related I know. to the bit my, at all shut up <laughs> my girlfriend and i were really really high and she was like i have a joke i think would be really funny and i was like and, and I, we were both high and we were yeah. just like and I was like, yeah. And I, and I was like really excited. I was like, because I knew exactly what was going to happen. I was like, go nuts. Tell me. <laughs> and it was exactly that. It yeah. was three paragraphs. <laughs> and it's funny because she had the idea of the joke. And I was like, oh, you're almost there. I was right. like, you need a killer punchline right now. And then I was like, I was like, I was like, it's going to come. And then it didn't come. And I was like laughing so much. I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, oh, that's always this is but, but- bad. You understand how hard this is. <laughs> someone did that on a date where it's like, it's a first date and they were like, oh, oh no. you're a comedian. Like, let me tell you these jokes I've been thinking of. And I'm like, no. please don't, don't do that. No, please do not. Yeah. I would almost rather the person like have no comedic knowledge at all and just kind of like ask questions than like also try to be right there with yeah. you. Other, other than yeah. like, you want someone right at your level or someone who's like, doesn't understand it at all. So you can have like, differences to talk about but yeah. if they're like yeah. completely like off base and like just like think they're funny that would be horrendous Ooh, yeah i also judge people funny. on what they find funny yes. <laughs> and i feel so bad about that sometimes why like, i don't know because it's like because we are so close to it we like we i feel like we're just you know our my taste in comedy has changed from when i started comedy yeah, because yeah. like i just know more about it and so like you're talking to somebody who inherently doesn't think about comedy in the same way as you do. Mm-hmm. And it's not that that makes that wrong. It's just different because they're yeah. not doing it. And so then I feel a little bit bad judging them on their humor. Cause I'm like, you're just not as close to it as I am. Well, I, okay, <laughs> like, I think there's a difference between them liking like hack stuff and yeah. them liking stuff. That's like, if you believe that premise and your ideas go to where that punchline is you hate women (laughs) like for you to find that funny you have to be like yeah women are dumb cunts who always be lying yeah 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 (laughs) i think for my wife and i it's the the thing that separates our comedic we have a lot of similarities like she loves schitt's creek and parks and rec like the big um like widely appealing stuff that's like good she she likes Mm -hmm. and then the, the more broad stuff uh that people think like comedians think that suck like you know like maybe like a kevin james movie or something yeah she yeah. also knows like that's not the best stuff but the stuff she can't really get into at all is like i think you should leave she's like oh, this is yeah. just too <laughs> fucking weird man like she's like awkwardness she can't really and that whole show was like just he's like i'm driving up the fucking awkwardness <laughs> yeah, yeah every sketch and she's just like i can't do, i can't do this <laughs> i relate to your life truly i love i like the show but I have my body will put like stand yeah. me up and walk me out of a room because it's like I it's so hard for me to watch someone embarrass themselves and, and that's that just what he's doing all, yeah oh it's so great uh, I, and I, I, was, I binged it in a day and she was like I'm out I can't do this <laughs> I just yeah yeah I was really afraid to introduce my girlfriend to the Eric Andre show because it's something that I'm like so into uh-huh. and she watched it and she was like this is the best I was like, oh, oh good good yes I was like whoo what are we we got what got like super high washed and it was like whoo all right that's like that's cool i can't wait for the movie he's doing dude he's that doing was... a movie an eric andre movie yeah it's coming out uh, on netflix on march 26th sick and it's oh, like yes. uh jackass style where he's doing it to 
real life people. Well, it's similar Wonderful. to his yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like but this... I can't wait. It looks really, really funny. Yes. Okay. Sweet. That rules. <laughs> oh, I was I like, you don't have a calendar, and I know that because you make fun of me for having a calendar. <laughs> but uh, I do see you penciling that down. Like, okay, <laughs> yes. okay, make sure I have weed. I use my cal- okay. I use my phone calculator, just uh, not or calculator. phone calculator. Cal- <laughs> calendar. Can you, do you have a physical calendar? I do. Oh I just bought one. Oh yeah, I bought mine's smaller, but I just bought something like that because I feel like. I need. Oh my yeah. God! Look at you. Days, no, looking busy, baby. To do list. Have you yeah. ever seen Kenise at a show where, like, <laughs> the show, like the show, whatever, the comics are on stage, the audience, everything is going fine. Kenise has either done her set or is going to do her set at some point, and she's just has her calendar open and she's just like writing notes about God knows what. Maybe it's about something she's supposed to do tomorrow. Maybe it's about her set. Maybe it's about something. But her calendar's open and she's just writing, writing, I'm trying writing, writing. to start doing that because i feel like pandemic has been so unstructured that i feel yes. like if i have this mm-hmm. book this physical book that i write things in it'll give me structure yes it's like so make useful. dinner go to uh the park you know just like yeah literally not even like big things but just like shit, it's like a to-do list shit i can cross off yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but assigning times to them is really helpful if you are having okay. difficulty with like structuring your day mm-hmm. i find it so useful i do the thing where at the end of the day i write down in a list like these are all the things i have to accomplish tomorrow ah, and i don't cool. assign them most of them times unless it's like a meeting that happens at a particular time but then in the morning like as I'm getting ready I'm like okay I got up late so actually I won't start this until about 10 so like 10 to 12 I'm doing this 12 so you so it's malleable it's not so yeah it's malleable it like it respects the fact that like some days the situation isn't going to be great and you're going to need to have a lot of time to just veg out but some days are like you feel productive today and you're going to take advantage of that by doing this 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 this, do you plan out like writing time for me writing and i know it doesn't have to be this way it's just the way i've like um grown comfortable in doing it writing is just like very like whenever i feel like it right but i know some comics are like i write every day from 8 a.m to noon and then I eat lunch and then I write again like I can't really write like that I, I feel like it has to like come yeah. it has to strike me I I wish I respect the hell out of people who can do that I cannot imagine sitting down for four hours right looking at my screen that causes me so much stress because I don't I know how the nothing. funny can get inside your body <laughs> yeah. that way yeah it feels it feels like psychotic <laughs> Right? It like you, like I'm going to the comedy office, putting yeah. in my time card. All right, here it, comes the like, joke. Yeah, like for some people that works for them, and like they're like, okay, yeah, I've set up my brain in such a way that mm-hmm. it is more active during this time naturally now, just over the course of having done this for so long. Yeah. But for me, I put in blocks of time. Like I'll be like, I'm doing this from ten to twelve, and sometimes I'll be like from one to this. So I'll just leave these blank periods of time, mm. and then I try to fill those with some sort of writing. But a productive. Thing, I can't. Yeah. Like, and my friend was reading over a packet that I was working on it. And I was just like, so stressed. And he's like, Kenise, you've been sitting, staring at a screen for four hours. Like, that's why you're like, get up, (laughs) like go on a walk, do something else. Your brain will continue running this script in the (laughs) background. Did you guys ever um, watch Mad Men? Yes. My favorite thing about Mad Men, I'm a huge fan of the show, is when Don would just take a nap. Because I'm like, that's part of the process. Sometimes you got to just be like, I have no ideas right now. Hopefully when I wake up, something good hits Oh, I pace. I'm a big paster. So like if I have something that I need to do and I pace and I think about it, but I also worry, like, you know, you worry, you think, Mm -hmm. you worry, you think, and then you're like, okay, I'm done pacing. 
got to start. And that, yeah. that's like the thing. Yeah, that's like my. I Putting can't your brain somewhere else, I think, is yeah key for me. I, like otherwise, yeah, I just I spiral that's into what, a yeah. Pandemic has sucked so much because I like to like walk and go out into the world and like find different coffee shops to write. Yes, because mm-hmm. just the different visual stimulus, like I think. I don't know, helped me in some way. Yeah. Um, like maybe one day I could go to Starbucks and then a little mom and pop coffee shop, just switch it up. And now just writing every day, like in my in bed. Yeah. <laughs> just like, dude, there, there's no funny ideas in this room anymore. I know. It's so silly how much I miss coffee shops. Like, yeah, I, do, too. I, I don't eat, I don't, I don't drink coffee. I only drink tea. Mm-hmm. I make tea at my house, but something about that environment, it, yeah, I like part of the clinking of the glasses yes. and the smell and like you know it just the whole thing one time I, I think saw Ben Stiller like in the a, coffee shop and that yeah, you're not right. at home <laughs> yeah. you're not at home you like feel like you're somewhere and you're doing something yeah. regardless of what it is you're doing maybe you're just writing maybe you're just sitting and having a drink mm-hmm. like whatever it's just like a change of pace and I miss that so much yeah. it's so vital even oh also even if you could just like even if it wasn't like a real show busy thing, you could set a meeting at a coffee shop mm-hmm. and that felt so productive, right? Yes. Oh, Even if it's yeah. just like you and a friend going over bits, it's like, dude, we're really like doing we're comedy. Doing yeah. <laughs> yes, totally. You're, you're, no, you nailed it. Cause I, I worked at a coffee shop for my day job and I saw so much of that happening. Right, with, yeah. Yeah, not, not comedy related, just like in general. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, that's so cool. And I was like, oh wait, this is what, comedy is like too like when i'm right yeah it, it's like, like a networking yeah. thing yeah for sure yeah. oh my gosh I, yeah. well you guys are both half vaccinated i'm gonna hit you up brian for additional information so yeah I'm i will definitely send you that stuff full vaccinated because yeah hopefully hopefully soon we can all be at coffee shops yeah at the bar yeah. i like going to a bar getting one drink just like looking around being like maybe i'll talk to someone i never do but i just want to do that so <laughs> but fast. the possibility the that, possibility i, if I, I was never to. you know I've, I've been married for almost five years my wife and i we go out once in a while but most of the time we stay in but we just want the possibility like yes. oh it's thursday night we can walk out and grab a drink and then come home like you know yeah. little things like that there's no possibilities anymore right now yeah that's the problem all right well that is a, a natural stopping point every week on love about town we wrap up with final thoughts so things you've reconsidered things that you want to reiterate to the audience things that you just want people to know about you well, I, my final, my heart really goes out to the single people out there right now during <laughs> pandemic. I can't believe, you, you know, um, the thing that hearing about Zoom dates and uh, just like meeting people in that way, I've had a similar thing like uh, that I've thought about. I was doing therapy over Zoom mm. and then having work meetings over Zoom and then also doing comedy on Zoom. So everything just became Zoom. Yeah. And it became like a very uh, anxiety-ridden place. Yeah, there's a burnout to it. There's an absolute burnout to Zoom. And it didn't feel... Because like before, comedy would be a a comedy club and then Mm -hmm. therapy would be a therapist's office (laughs) and then a meeting would be in a meeting place. And now everything's just in... And I I couldn't imagine also adding dating into the same sphere. So I I just I can't believe wrong I like you you probably are going on dates with your girlfriend on Zoom right? Well I I so this is what I've been doing. Luckily I've been able to borrow my parents' car. 
Oh, great. Okay. So I spend 10 days with her in Boston and then I spend 10 days in New York by myself or like, you know, with my, you know, whatever, just like, so then we have like that time apart, but yeah, when we're here, you know, like she was literally like, it's going to be 60, it's going to be 55 or 60. Can we make a reservation at a restaurant and go out and eat outdoors? And I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And, but, and that's the first time, like, we're going to go on a date date since like, the November, (laughs) like, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. So like, we don't, we were, one of the things that we talk about is how, like, before, like going forward, like we need to figure out what our lives are going to be when this pandemic is over Mm -hmm. and then like figure out like, you know, big steps in relationship. Are we going to live together? Like all that kind of stuff. So it's like, we need to figure out what our lives are going to be after this. And that a little bit of that is scary, right? Because we're not going to be spending as much time. We're going to have to incorporate our friends, our coworkers and stuff into our lives. So it's like, we're both a little bit worried about that, Ooh. but we're also excited about it. Like, Dude, pandemic is like very scary. Yeah. Uh, in terms of codependency. Yeah. Because my wife and I are around each other all the time and we have two dogs mm-hmm. who are now not used to us not being home. Right. And once the world opens back up and we have to be apart and then we have to be away from the dogs, I'm going to, I imagine it's going to be so fucking weird and like strange and like yeah. so much anxiety because you're used to your partner, even though sometimes it gets annoying because I don't think you're supposed to be around them that sure. much. But still, mm-hmm. them being at the office, you being somewhere else, I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, yeah. And it, just like you're not, like, they're not just, like, there for you. Right. Whether for better or for worse, yeah. The so, one thing I will say that's awesome about Zoom comedy is that when you're done, you can literally just go right back so into I that is fucking love that. Because yeah. I was thinking, like, Dude, I need to do. I'm in Harlem. I need to do shows in Brooklyn. The commute home would be like an hour and a half. Now I just shut my laptop. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dude, this is fucking great. Yeah. Now I'm going to translate that to live comedy. My set's going to be over and it's like, <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot we can learn from this time for sure. Yeah. Also, Absolutely. more likely to be paid. Like, I just. Dude, Zoom shows pay way more than live. Yeah. yeah. It's like, get just one lousy drink ticket yeah it's okay. nice because now people like because zoom shows people are like well you know we everyone's hurting in the pandemic so here's money now yeah whereas like live comedy before it was like you gotta earn your your way like i don't know that that threat of the pandemic wasn't hanging over yeah Maybe, and also it was almost like no you got to perform in front of a live audience that's your yeah that's your yeah right yeah true true yeah. true you got uh, that yeah. adrenaline rush yeah <laughs> all right Other wait final, Rohan, what were yeah. you my final thoughts are make sure that your first date is an activity i've said this on twitter make sure your first date is like a real thing not a movie or like the ballet (laughs) that was a great date you know what i mean if you're taking people out on a pandemic first date uh try to think of something more creative than a walk (laughs) i would agree with that i think my final thought is like i've been pretty not negative but i just have felt fairly neutral about all of my pandemic dates because it is Mm -hmm. like we meet for drinks at an outside place maybe we walk whatever um but that is because i am comparing it to the things that i like Mm -hmm. to do which i did pre-pandemic so like that isn't going to be as interesting to me as a date in a museum that isn't going to be as interesting to me as a date where we're going from place to place and it feels safe to do so Mm -hmm. so yeah like okay I may, I will probably continue to date throughout this, but not with this expectation you, that it's going to feel like a Are you meeting people um, through like Tinder and that type of thing? Can you through see? apps, yes, but not through Tinder. Apps. Are you going to put, I've heard people joking about this, but are you going to put vaccinated on your profile when you are no, vaccinated? No, okay. no. Just because too many, like truly the thought did cross my head because I have right. seen that. Yeah. But then too many people tweeted about how 
trash that is. So oh. now I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I, you know, just like if if you do think it's trash and you see it, then you're like, that's trash. If you don't think it's trash and you see it, whatever. But if you just don't have it, it's not right. Trash. It's a, it's right, right, right. It's yeah. creating a, an obstacle that you. Yeah, don't I don't really need that need. obstacle yeah, yeah, yeah. there. I also like, like look at this so, cheesy bitch. This right. is me being cynical, but. Like, if I put vaccinated in my profile, it's also like I can fuck. Like that's kind of like <laughs> right, exactly. right? Isn't that the, that seems to me the yeah. implication of it? Yeah. No, someone was like, it's the new saying you're six feet tall or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's. But it's good. also yeah. like saying disease free. So it's right. Like, yeah, you're right. saying that because the idea is that we're going to fuck. Yes. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like, it's just like to me because like because because I'm thinking like to myself like like immediately my first thing was like i'm going to put vaccinated in my profile like i had one and then i was like why and then i was like because i can fuck and i was like well there we go the math is like it's trashy yeah yeah like, yeah and i'm like well i'm the last man on earth baby yeah, <laughs> yeah there's not much else that's good about right. me but you yeah. know i don't have coronavirus right so right fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah has there been hope Kenise, or uh in your dates during pandemic or have they all been kind of like, meh, whatever, I'll wait there till. There have been some like decent ones. And also okay. like, this is the thing I'm realizing about myself based on this conversation. I'm like, oh, okay. Most of my significant relationships are things that started in March or April and ended in June or July. Oh, I just like warmer weather. <laughs> that's yeah. It. Yeah. That's, that's it. Like, totally. That's, it. that's really funny that's though, that you notice this pattern. I'm like, huh, every... And it's like, oh, I, I, oh, I'm, I'm assigning this happiness to this person, but it's just yeah. there's more sunlight. I'm more comfortable outside. You have seasonal affective disorder. Oh, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do, but for relationships. Yeah, yeah. Problem so the real solved. test is to just try to only date during the fall and winter, and if it works, that means it's real. It's real. It's, yeah. I yes. like this person. Yeah. That's a yeah, four hundred percent. It's yeah. over the top. All right. Well. Brian, you have been a fantastic yeah, guest. Dude. This Thank is guys so much. Fantastic yeah, conversation. Super fun. Where can people find you on the internet? Um, you can find me at, at Brian Yang on Twitter at B R Y A N Y A N G. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm most active. And you can find like uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, all my no dates. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you no, will have dates yeah we're, yeah we're unvaccinated we're coming back yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah as soon as i get that second dose i'm gonna okay. post my dates <laughs> hashtag uh, moderna <laughs> um uh oh rohan Padier, cool guy on instagram i am rohan cool guy on twitter uh this podcast which you should like rate review say a nice thing or two about us email us at loveabouttownpodcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll try to answer your questions and stuff, but that's about it. Yeah. Oh, I also have a podcast. You just reminded yes. me. <laughs> what, yeah. What's eating you? It's a food podcast with my friend Ariel Lieti, who's also a very funny comedian, and we just talk about food in the same way you guys kind of talk about relationships. It's very nice. free flowing in the same way, and yeah, we just talk about food every week. So sick. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, and you can find me at Kenise Mobley on all the platforms. Of course, again, like, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, but also check out my show on Instagram Live called Make Yourself Cry, where comedians come on and show me things that make them cry and attempt to make me a notoriously bad crier cry. So come check it out Tuesdays, 10 p.m. IG Live. Uh, this has been Love About Town. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.